It's Monday, November 27th, and you're listening to Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabrielle Hilty, and this is Morning Mixtape News. These are the top stories today. In Alberta, Premier Danielle Smith will invoke the Sovereignty Act to push back against federal clean energy regulations. In Ontario, the opposition NDP pushing to make it illegal for drivers to pass on solid double yellow lines. And in international news, a spotlight on healthcare in England ahead of a possible spring election. Figures show that delays harmed thousands. Then Krishna joins with an episode of Hidden Histories looking at Roman coins. And after, the weather forecast rounds off the show. Let's look at the headlines. Alberta Premier Daniel Smith is expected to use the Sovereignty Act today to push back against clean energy goals from the federal government. Global News and others report the United Conservative politician will use the act to challenge Ottawa's requirement of a net-zero electricity grid by 2035. She confirmed the plan speaking on a radio show over the weekend. Smith says Alberta tried to work together with the federal government to reach a net-zero grid by 2050. She says the federal goal of 2035 will make electricity unaffordable for Albertans. A resolution declaring the federal measures as unconstitutional and detailing on how they will not be enforced in Alberta is set to be introduced today. Smith said it will be tabled for debate and approval by her majority United Conservative Caucus in the legislature. This will be the first use of the controversial Sovereignty Act Smith passed into law last December. According to the United Conservative Party, it was designed to, quote, push back against federal interference and encroachment, quote, on provincial jurisdiction. Currently, the majority of electricity production in Alberta comes from natural gas plants. Here in Ontario, a push by the NDP to make it illegal for drivers to pass on the solid double yellow lines. The current laws only penalize operating a vehicle unsafely, which does include improper passing. Ontario is the only province not to explicitly make it illegal to cross two solid yellow lines to pass. CBC News reports Representative Guy Bourgeois from Mashkigawak James Bay in northern Ontario introduced a private member's bill to change the current law. Bourgeois says the push comes after feedback from community members. It also follows a serious crash caused by a truck crossing the solid double yellow lines to pass in northern Ontario. The crash left Chad Bellinger with injuries including a broken neck and ribs, PTSD, and a bruised heart and lungs. The proposed law is named Chad's Law after Bellinger, who is still in the recovery process. Bourgeois wants to add a $400 penalty and at least three demerit points as a deterrent to vehicles attempting the maneuver. The future of the law and whether it stands chance in the majority progressive conservative legislature is up in the air. A spokesperson for Transportation Minister Prabhmeet Sarkaria said Ontario's roads are already among the safest in North America. Thunder Bay Newswatch reports the Truckers for Safer Highways lobby group wants to see legislators pass the law they're calling common sense. A spokesperson for the Ontario Provincial Police, OPP, 
says the force supports any changes that would enhance safety and help save lives on Ontario roads. Internationally, healthcare problems in England ahead of a possible spring election. The Guardian reports on the new figures from the National Health Service NHS. They show that almost 8,000 people were harmed and 112 died last year as the direct result from delays in care. The delays include long waits for ambulances or waiting times for surgeries. In one case detailed to The Guardian, a man died of a cardiac arrest before help arrived after waiting 18 minutes for his emergency call to be answered by ambulance services. The figures are the first time the England NHS has released how often doctors or nurses file patient safety reports after someone suffers harm while waiting for care. The data shows the overall number of people who suffered from care delays jumped 97% from around 4,000 in 2018 to almost 8,000 in 2022. Patient deaths directly caused by care delays increased over 500% in the same time period, from 21 to 112. The Guardian reports the numbers come ahead of hospitals cutting the amount of operations in the next months. This is due to the government refusing a £1 billion bailout to the NHS to compensate for staff strikes. The reduction in services mean that Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is unlikely to deliver on a promise to voters to reduce NHS waiting list times. An election could happen as early as the spring of 2024, with Sunak's Conservative Party currently trailing by more than 20 percentage points in the polls. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Krishna with the hidden history behind Roman coins. Good morning, I'm Krishna Prasad, and welcome to this week's hidden history segment, where I talk about the little-known stories behind our everyday world. Have you thought about ancient Rome in the past few days? Well, you're about to right now, because near the town of Arzacchina, off the coast of the Mediterranean island of Sardinia in Italy, authorities received a tip from an amateur diver on a little something shiny he found, according to the Smithsonian. Intrigued, they sent their own team of divers, including members of the Art Protection Squad and the Italian Ministry's Underwater Archaeology Department. As it turns out, the diver had found a collection of foley, a kind of ancient Roman coin buried in the seafloor. These were typically used for commerce, like most coins, but they also had the added quirk of being a useful bit of propaganda for Roman emperors. Every time there was a new Roman emperor, they'd come out with newly minted coins with the new emperor's face on it, and they were also used to display the emperor's victories, as well as advertise the prosperity and quality of life of Roman citizens. Official estimates based on weight number the coins between 30,000 and 50,000, all of which are incredibly well-preserved, according to the Cultural Ministry's translated statement. Apparently, only around four are damaged, and even those have legible inscriptions, so this is definitely a win for anyone hoping to investigate them for academic research. Speaking of good news for researchers, the treasure was found in the sands between the beach and some underwater seagrass, the positioning of which implies that there may very well be a shipwreck hidden nearby, which teases the possibility of more hidden finds. The diving team says that the coins may date between 324 and 340 CE because of their distinctive markings. Some of the coins and other objects found depicted Constantine I, 
the Roman emperor who ruled between 306 and 337 CE. He was also the first emperor to associate himself with Christianity, according to Britannica, and his personal religious journey is considered inextricable with everything else he did as the big guy in charge of Rome at the point, from policy to military victories. Constantine I also happened to pave the way for the Christianity-based civilizations of the Byzantine Empire and eventually the medieval times in Europe, so pretty influential. Going forward, a team of experts wants to restore and study the coins in question in hopes of unlocking new information on their origins and the Roman Empire as a whole. Luigi La Rocca, leader of the regional government's archaeology division, made a statement where he called it, quote, one of the most important discoveries of numismatic finds in recent years, end quote. And with the possibility of that shipwreck nearby, maybe we could expect some new discoveries sometime soon. That's all for this week's Hidden Histories. I'm your host, Krishna Prasad, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM Toronto, and thanks for listening. Thank you, Krishna, for bringing us that history we definitely don't hear about every day. Looking at today's weather, it's mostly cloudy with a good chance of flurries heading into the afternoon and evening. The wind also here to stay and temperature is steady throughout around 2 degrees. Similar weather up ahead for the rest of the week also with clouds and flurries mostly. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with the day's top headlines and stories in just 10 minutes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at MetRadioNews to stay posted on all the latest content. For Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.